Welcome to the Big Ticket Clients Podcast, where we feature expert thought leaders and cover the best strategies, stories, and psychology you need to land big ticket clients. Because as you know, you can't catch a whale with a worm. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pillay, and it's my pleasure to introduce you to Lauren Cohen. Lauren, how are you doing today? I am great, and how are you? I'm doing good. Is it uh, is it beautiful in Florida like they say it is all the time? <laughs> right this minute, it's a little overcast, but I can't complain. You can't complain. All right. Yeah. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us here. And you know, we talked a little bit at the introduction, and I just find your history and your stories so fascinating. It's it's difficult to know where to start, but. You are a very successful strategic entrepreneur. You're also an international legal advisor. And then you've got this thing called the scale-up expert. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack here. But could you take us back to sort of how you became who you are? What's your becoming story? How did you become Lauren Cohen? Well, let's not <laughs> talk about when I was born. But anyway... <laughs> so I'm from Canada. I was born in Toronto, raised born and raised in Toronto and um, go Leafs, go Blue Jays, a little sad, but anyway, we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, A, A, you know, A, so that (laughs) you will not hear. I was born and raised in Toronto. I came down here um, in nineties for three years. I went back, didn't like the cold. And I came back here in 01. I've been here ever since. So um, I've been through a lot of different challenges and um, opportunities and, I think that one of the things that's made me successful is my ability to go through the challenges and find the opportunities. And that's where, as we talked about briefly, that's where I created Find My Silver Lining. And I feel that there's a silver lining in every cloud. And it's just a matter of being patient and persistent and finding your way to them. And that's what makes an entrepreneur successful as well. Wow. You know, you know what's interesting about... Um fear and silver linings and so on. You know, one thing I've learned about fear is it's the only thing that gets smaller when you run towards it. You know, when you approach yeah. something, it should get yeah. bigger. Like, hey, I'm getting right. bigger. It's getting but fear, when you run into it, charge into it, it gets smaller. But yeah. but on that note, in your story of becoming, you know, you talked about, you know, your son and how special he is to you and how he's, he's, he is the center of Lauren Cohen's life. And then you yeah. talked about the loss of your dad and, yes. and, and what that sort of sent you, that mission that that sent you on and even your ex-husband and the mission that sent you, sent you on. Can you tell us how these stories have literally changed your life and brought you to what you're doing today? So I always say that you should never run away from something, but run towards something. You know, like you were just saying, that fear gets smaller. Yeah. It's kind of like in the car when you're driving. Objects in mirror may may be closer than they appear, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I've had a lot of interesting experiences in my life. Some good, some bad, some ugly. Some I choose to, I would prefer to forget. Yeah. Um, but they all combine together to make a person who they are. Uh, for example, I was told when I was 40, after I had pretty major surgery, that I would never be able to have a child. Mm. So I was like, wow, that's really bad, considering how much I want a child and so on. And how can I make this happen? And then I kept having doctors telling me no, no, no. And then I 
took in a foster child and four days later I was pregnant. So yes, that, wow. that was not part of our, our, our lead up, our preface, was it? Yeah. But so it's kind of like, you know, when my, when my ex-husband was deported on the way back from our honeymoon, that was not exactly a happy day in my life at the time. Mm-hmm. But now that I look back, you know, I'm very fortunate because I'm not married to him. <laughs> and um, it pushed me in the direction of immigration law and being a service provider for immigrants and foreign nationals like myself, being an immigrant, immigrant myself. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just been a series of opportune and inopportune opportunities that have led to where I come today. Um, losing my dad, I can't say that there's any silver lining with that. Um, it was the hardest thing I've been through, and I lost him to ALS. But one of the things that I'm committed to doing is um, I, I'm I'm not sure how it's all going to manifest, but t- taking these nonprofits that I help build and my own nonprofit and creating a lasting legacy in my dad's memory. Because unfortunately, the ALS Association... Um, they're just not, I don't feel that they're doing enough to spread the word about what this awful disease is or how horrific it is. Yeah. And, um, it's, it, it, they need more, um, more grassroots work. So I haven't figured out how that's all going to look, but there's going to be something so, so that I can open doors for others that are experiencing pain and going through that hell. There's really no other way to characterize it. And, um, so yeah, so taking, um, it, it, in the ethics of the fathers, it's always about taking adversity and turning it into positive, you know. And um, as Theodore Herzl said, one of my favorite sayings, if you will it, it is not a dream. Mm. And I think that we have to put that in our minds because mindset is everything. Just like running toward fear as opposed to running away from it. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, you know, um, as I hear your stories and, and learn more about you, I can see the connection between adversity and solutions because you're, you're a problem solver. You've literally solved problems and that's been your destiny sort of. So tell us about the, the, the problems that you're currently solving for your clients, uh, in your business. Um, how does that look? Oh, and by the way, when you mentioned adversity, I have a little quote that I want to throw out at you, see if you like it. Um, okay. some people say, um, that life is hard. I say life is H A R D how adversity reveals destiny. Very interesting. You Very like cool. it? <laughs> yes, I well, do. Okay. One person likes my quote. <laughs> like All right. It. So tell us about the, the, you've got an acronym for hard now. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. So hard is something now, right? It's a thing. So, so tell us no, about your current business. You know, I, I just came from a luncheon. And there were three immigrants speaking at this luncheon. And uh-huh. one of the three, lovely girl, she was born in Ecuador. She lived in Switzerland. Now she's here in, in South Florida. She runs a successful restaurant. And she was talking about how frustrating it was when she came here because she didn't know all of the things that she needed to know. Mm-hmm. And that's where my whole business model came from. I'm an immigrant myself. You just don't know what you don't know. So I created eCouncil, my business that's been in existence and very successful since 2008, mm-hmm. um, because I realized that there was a need for more than just an immigration attorney to help you through the immigration process. Being an attorney drives what I do, but having the ability to see the full picture 
and view the business from 30,000 feet and see the opportunities Mm -hmm. is so invaluable. And being able to guide the prospective investor or the business owner that wants to scale. How do you do this? What am I missing? So then from there, so I'm in business immigration concierge attorney, meaning I handle everything from helping them find the business to creating the model to, you know, creating the business plan to getting the visa. Mm -hmm. From there, I said, okay, there's something, um, there's something really interesting here that's being overlooked by business owners and entrepreneurs in the U.S. And that is they pay so much attention. And I got, this came out of my coaching program that I was part of for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, so much attention and money on coaching and sales and marketing and nothing on their foundation. Mm-hmm. So half of them don't even have a corporate entity. Mm-hmm. They're running these businesses, making money, but they're not protecting themselves. They're not protecting their families. They're just not looking at the business as the real viable business opportunity and entity that it is. Mm-hmm. And so I created this new business called Scale Up Checkup mm-hmm. that basically looks at the gaps in a business mm-hmm. and provides solutions to fill them in seven essential areas. And if any of those seven areas is overlooked, the business could fall apart. Wow. So you've basically yeah. got three interconnected businesses that support each other. Well, obviously, That's one right. is one is a foundation and then yes. one is the Scale Up Checkup that you've talked about yes. and then e-counsel. That is... Yeah. Fascinating. Now, tell us a little bit about your clients, the people you serve. You know, obviously, sure. we we like talking about big ticket clients here because mm-hmm. I think that's a thing, right? right. <laughs> so, you know, tell us a little bit about your clients and what challenges they deal with. You know, when they meet Lauren. Well, they they really come from different perspectives. Some are startups that just need help figuring out all of the different components that they need to navigate. Mm-hmm. Some are at this mode where they're kind of moving from mom and pop to enterprise. That's really where the whole scale up concept comes from, mm-hmm. that they're moving from six to seven or seven to eight figures. They're yep. moving along that spectrum. They have one employee. They need to hire more. How do they put their structure in place? How do they how do they create that prototype so they can franchise? How do they create that prototype so they can develop multiple units? All of these elements come into that scale up business. And then for the business that might be in turnaround mode that wants to sell, but suddenly they've lost a two thirds or a third of their revenues because of oversights or, you know, um, absentee owners or something like that. That's a great opportunity for me to come in and help them to get all, to make sure that they can pass due diligence and have a successful and lucrative exit in sale. Mm-hmm. So those are the three types of businesses that we work with on a daily basis. Wow, that's amazing. So, okay, you, you've got your, your, someone becomes a client. What, what fears, what belief systems, what mind blocks do they come in with that you have to actually help them get over for their own success? I mean, the reason I'm asking this is I kind of know I'm a coach that success is like 80% up here in your mind, <laughs> in right? your mind, right? right, what, right. what, what, what kind of things do they have to get over in order to be successful? And, and what stories do you have about helping people do that? So um, the biggest challenge that I see as a pervasive issue is, well, I can't spend money on the foundation until I'm very successful. I need to have, be making all this money. I don't want to set up a company until I'm making all this money. So that's a misnomer. Mm-hmm. Another one is, Oh, 
you know, lawyers and accountants and financial advisors, they're way too expensive and all they want is money and that's all that they're about and they're not going to protect me and they really don't care and they don't have my back. They just want to charge and bill by the hour and I don't want to deal with them. So there's that. And then there's, well, I don't have a clue what I want to do with the rest of my business. I don't have an exit. What do I need one for? I just need to keep going and make money and support my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Begin with the end in mind. <laughs> it's from everything from Judaism all the way through to every other religion and modality. And, you know, I don't think that there's anybody, any business coach that would not say you need to know where you're going. It's like GPS. Mm-hmm. You can't put an address in GPS that says, I just want to go anywhere because it's not going to take you anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a destination. So I'm like the business GPS on steroids because Ooh. I'm going to put all of the little um, help to overcome all the little roadblocks on the way. Like when Waze says to you, be prepared for a uh, whatever on the side of the road, uh, you know, a mile ahead. Yeah, I'm going to say, okay, there's that thing a mile ahead. Let's overcome it now. Let's prepare for it. Let's mm-hmm. get your insurance in place. Let's make sure that you have a plan in place and a structure. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that clients come to me. There's a lot of misinformation. Oh, you're not going to be responsive. All you professionals are the same. You don't care. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I'm developing, Dr. Pele. Mm-hmm. is very it's kind of cool and i think you're going to like it okay it's good and i haven't figured it exactly out yet but it's going to be a membership site a membership um group that's kind of like ask the business lawyer slash consultant and get an answer <laughs> yeah and get an answer not just to ask <laughs> or a response it may not be an answer because sometimes you know you're going to ask a question that needs legal research or a legal opinion or you know, some kind of strategy or, or more than just a quick whatever. But the key is that there's just too much. We're, we're over, we're way overtaxed with information, mm-hmm. information overload. Yep. And nobody that actually is helping you. Mm. So that's where I come in. And that's where the membership is going to be. It's going to be like a very high touch here. Let's, let's talk. Let's build a relationship. Let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Access, access, access. You know, I love the word relationship here because you and I probably would agree that's the key to getting big ticket clients. And a lot of people miss that boat completely. But I wanted to touch, I wanted to touch on something you said about beginning with the end in mind and how, um, not too many people, I can tell you, I first maybe came across that with, I believe it was seven habits of, uh, Highly effective highly people, effective Stephen, people. Stephen Covey. But yeah. then you're sharing with us that this is like everywhere. The Jewish yeah. faith has yeah. that as a cornerstone. And you talked about right. many others. Um, I can tell you that even African, I'm an African, African, uh, uh, wisdom sayings reference things like, you know, begin with the end in mind. So thank you for kind of letting me realize it wasn't just Stephen Covey. <laughs> um, no. So, so, but I, but I really enjoyed the business GPS thing. Is that kind of how you market yourself? Is that, do you put the yes. banner on that word and how, is that what you do? Yeah, not, not as much as I should, but the more, the, it resonates more every day. Mm-hmm. And I even have businessgps.com, I believe. So, um, it's definitely a very big deal. I'm like a navigator and navigating the way through and, you know, like I said, you don't go to the GPS and say, just take me anywhere. Mm-hmm. We have to take you somewhere. So we're going to work on work with you on what that somewhere is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're going to pull things out of a hat that are going to be like, 
what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. Because I'm not, you know, I'm not your typical, and I'm not saying anything about business coaches, but I'm not a business coach. Mm. I'm much more of a strategist, but that legal background and knowing that the protection, the bulletproofing, like my tagline is bulletproofing your business, mm-hmm. that bulletproofing is super important to the process of being successful. Wow. And if you're not bulletproofing your business, you're exposing your business and your family and your life and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, what's interesting is uh, I, I would love to, to know maybe if you have a story or two um, about someone that you helped with this business GPS example or approach and kind of how they fared and, 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 you know, what's your success story with one of your clients? Sure. So um, I have a client that um, was really struggling in their business, Mm -hmm. really struggling. They were frustrated. They didn't know what to do. They had set up a company many years ago. Um, It wasn't even related to what they were doing now. Mm -hmm. And they just were kind kind of fledgling along and making a bit of money, but not really, again, knowing what to do. They didn't have a business plan. They didn't have any structure. They had a couple of employees, but they didn't have a strategy. So I came in and I did a success plan. So by the way, I have six quizzes. Um, show me the money quiz is my most popular one for obvious reasons. <laughs> show me the money show me quiz. The money. What, what was that movie again? Um, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that's my favorite scene. <laughs> there you go. So show me the money quiz.com. And um, I created an assessment, which is called Scale Up Checkup Assessment. And that's my baby that I created to kind of assess the gaps in a business in the business. Mm -hmm. Then from there, we created a success plan for this business Mm -hmm. and the success plan. I really goes into these seven areas in depth Mm -hmm. the business owner to see where their gaps are. And then we provide recommendations on how to fill those gaps. What steps do you need to take? What do you need to do? Mm -hmm. Then I came in and it took me uh, eight months um, eight months of being on, on kind of on staff as an outsourced COO, so to speak, with the yeah. legal background. Mm-hmm. And I really helped them to figure out where they wanted to take the business. And it wasn't really exactly where they originally thought. But the key was that the first, one of the first things we did was develop a strategic business plan mm-hmm. with an exit strategy. And now they're working for the next three years with me on implementing all of the rest of the components so that they can have the lucrative lucrative exit and exit the business in three years. Mm -hmm. But before they would never have even gotten there. They Mm -hmm. were just stuck between a rock and a hard place, literally, and just trying to kind of navigate what they were doing. Yeah, no, that it's, that's a, that sounds like they, they went through a journey and if they didn't have you as, as the guide in that story would have been a little tough. Um, Yeah. You know, as we sort of get a sense of of your story, what what does a what does a happy and successful uh, client of yours look like? You know, I mean, you've talked about how a lot of people don't even know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. What does success look like for someone that you you might help? So um, I don't know. Do you have kids? I do. Three okay. of them. One is eighteen. Just became okay. eighteen. Yay. <laughs> Okay. So, um, your kids depend on you, right? 
That's right. Now, maybe not as much the 18 year old, hopefully, <laughs> but your kids depend on you and you are the one that puts the roof over their head and mm-hmm. looks after them and makes sure they're bathed every night and do their homework and go to school and all this stuff, right? You don't want them to be like out on the streets and struggling mm. along. And yes. okay. I'm kind of like that for my clients. Mm. The, the challenge of that is building the boundaries. So that's been my biggest challenge because I, I am, I live, eat and breathe my clients. I give them the peace of mind so they can sleep at night. Mm. And so their families feel that they like, they have time to give to their families because I'm giving them the time to look after their business so that they can rest, have peace of mind and rest peacefully. That's really what it's all about for me. Way back when I started Mm eCouncil, my original tagline was peace of mind for your business. And in Uh reality, it still is in so many different ways. Yeah, but now you have another one called show me the money. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, on that note, it's obvious that relationship building is sort of a key and important thing for you. And guess what? Yeah. In my research and in my work, uh, big ticket clients are, are all about relationships. Nobody's going to become your client uh, by some email you send them, right? Or, no, you no, know, no. It's about. And then if you think yeah. that, then that's not yeah. going to be your client for very long. Exactly. So, yeah. so. Um, what other differences have you found? I'm sure you've served many different kinds of clients in your career. What other differences do you find between what I call small ticket clients and big ticket clients? What do your big ticket clients really want? They want um, they want not to deal with all this stuff. Mm. The small ticket clients say, I can do it all. Yep. And the big ticket clients realize that they can't or they shouldn't or they, yeah. they need to not. Yeah. Because it's just like anything – if you don't hire people and you try to do everything yourself, and sometimes we're, I'm guilty of this. I'm like, oh, it's easier for me to just write that or do that or whatever. Yeah. You know, the e-myth, which I think I have over here. Michael Gerber's book. Michael Gerber. Yeah. No, no, no. You need to know how to do everything, except I will never, ever know how to do funnels. Okay, i got to tell you. <laughs> but generally speaking, I know how to do most things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know how to have somebody else do it for me and to stay in my lane. And that's what I teach my clients because my clients that are going to be the most successful are the ones that are going to stay in their lane Mm -hmm. and leave all of the expert services that they need to the experts that can do them. And I have ambassadors Mm -hmm. and and service providers that are vetted and qualified to provide services so you don't have to worry about it because you don't want to go to the – I was going to say Yellow Pages. Wow. You don't want to (laughs) go to the internet and just find the one that's paid for the highest – um, click ads, right? Or the Google ads, because mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they're good. It just means they spent more money. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I think, um, you know, when you talk about funnels, the idea um, is really to shift into using funnels to build relationships, as opposed to using funnels to just have people click, get spam email and, and right. all the stuff that people used to do. Um, if we were to scale back and say, okay, well, you've, you've found success, success in this area. Um, how can you advise, what would you advise people coming into business, maybe your kind of business as a business expert, business coach, what would you advise them? What would be your nuggets of wisdom? Don't do it alone. So one of the main pieces. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it at all. (laughs) Yeah, no, go ahead. Um, I think that anybody that works, uh, tries to run a business without a coach Mm. is shooting themselves in the foot. Um, also, you know, I'm a single mom and an entrepreneur. It's kind of like an oxymoron in a way, or maybe it's not. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm 
doing way too many things on my own. Mm -hmm. And the more people that I can pull in, because it does take, you know, it, it takes a village. And if you don't realize that and you don't bring people in to help you and you're not able to lean on people and ask for help, you're going to fail. So like, for example, when, when I need something, I'll go to one of those, you know, the grocery delivery things Mm -hmm. generally. And I'll say, okay, I need like four or five things. If it's, you know, eventually I might go to the supermarket, but you know, they have a minimum $35. I may not need that today, Mm -hmm. but by tomorrow I might need it. So I, I, I'm using every kind of quick and easy service that I can to simplify my life. Mm -hmm. The same goes for like something like Amazon. Like I would rather go to Amazon than to go to like three different stores to figure out if they have whatever it is that I need. Just go to Amazon, you know, they deliver it the next day. I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) Simplify your life. Mm. Um, Meditate. Always have some kind of a ritual. Wow. Um, You know, I don't meditate every single day, but I try to. And if I don't meditate, I always do affirmations or journaling or something. Because without that, you're not reminding yourself of how important it is to be grateful. Mm. So, yes. And, um, you know, one of the things that I'm working on, as I mentioned at the beginning, is balance. Because I don't have as much balance as I would like. I'm not always as present as I would like to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that we miss out on things. And entrepreneurs, you know, it's all consuming. It's all consuming. It absolutely is. And just so you know... You've just coined a new acronym called HMSB, uh, hire a team, meditate, simplify your life, and balance. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got to put a vowel yeah. in there somewhere. So yeah, we I can- know. So it kind of connects, you know. Right. you got to TM that, right? Make sure it's there, your. There you go. This there has you been go. a pleasure uh, for me just to learn from you, to just sit with you. If people want to get closer and learn more about how to work with you, maybe, how would they find you? What's What's the best uh, link or you know, so the best way to find me is to take the quiz. Show me the money quiz. Ah, it's just like that. Show me the money quiz.com. So it's S H O W M E T H E M O N E Y Q U I Z.com. And we'll have exactly. it in the show notes as well. Okay, perfect. That's it. That's the easiest way to reach me. I am on Facebook, mm-hmm. scale up checkup. I'm on LinkedIn, scale up checkup, mm-hmm. scale up to sell, scale up your business now. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find, you can reach me directly by email. My personal email is Lauren ESQ, L-A-U-R-E-N-E-S-Q at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, you can reach us toll free, 866-724-0085, 866-724-0085. But again, take the quiz. It's fine. Yeah. It's easy. I have multiple quizzes, but that's the that's the easiest one to share because everybody remembers show me the money. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love that myself. But I do have one last question because in multiple things you've said, yeah. you've mentioned uh, scale checkup or scale up. Is there a specific reason why the scaling up component is an important part of your business approach? Yes, my whole business, the second business, is mm-hmm. called Scale Up Enterprises. Mm-hmm. And it I developed it for scaling businesses because they're often the ones that are realizing that they were successful in spite of themselves. And now they have to get their foundation in place so they can scale successfully. Got it. Because if they don't pay attention to their store, their store is going to fall apart. It's kind of like building your dream home on quicksand. Mm. And then suddenly your home is ready and the quicksand collapses and your home collapses into it. 
Wow. So that's so I created Scale Up Checkup. It's an assessment tool, which it's algorithm driven, and it's forty seven dollars, and that's the first step in my pipeline mm-hmm. or my funnel. Mm-hmm. And after the quizzes, the quizzes are free, but they that that's that's kind of the model, and then helping you to scale up successfully so you can make more money and ultimately achieve a lucrative exit. Yeah, and and in that process, they're going to meet you, and you're going to connect with them, and then you're going to take care of them like you take care yeah. of all your customers. So that's that good. is hundred percent right, Lauren. Yeah. It has yeah. been a pleasure to meet you and to learn from you. Thank you so much for being on the Big Ticket Clients podcast. Thank you. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Big Ticket Clients podcast. For more episodes and strategies, visit BigTicketClients.com. That's www.BigTicketClients.com. And remember, you can't catch a whale with a worm.